Welcome, everybody, to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from the Laz Lair in East Venice Beach, California, with my crew here, a couple dogs, and my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. What it is, Joe. Laz. I'm here in East Venice in Dogtown right now. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. You, uh... You were at a wedding this past weekend. I was at my cousin's wedding in Warwick, New York, which is where Mikey lives. Right, Mikey. Right. Mikey was uh, devastated to not have had a heads up that the Laz was coming to town. I didn't know I was in. I was going to be in Warwick. Yeah, I had never heard. Well, of you Warwick had said before. you had said to me upstate New York. Yeah, which because I don't read wedding invitations, but also really. just FYI, and and by the way, and War- it's not upstate New York. Warwick is not. It, it's it's uh, west of the Hudson. Yeah. So. We as proper New Yorker, like as a as a downstate Westchester, New York, east of the Hudson, New Yorker, yeah, we call that Jersey, right? I, I, I mean, I flew into Newark. I just refer to that as Jersey. I refer yeah. to everything west of the Hudson as Jersey. Jersey fuck yeah. all of it. Yeah, that's that. Uh, fuck all. Of, and and that's not even Western New York by any means. Certainly not. It's not Buffalo. I just call it Jersey. Yeah, but upstate. Mikey was like a Mikey was like I'm going to that wedding just to fucking just to <laughs> just take to a, give him a just piece take of a mind. take a shrimp cocktail off the app bar and <laughs> throw it at last. I'm not. A, he goes, where does he think I live in fucking Binghamton? <laughs> um, no, Mikey, I know you don't live live in Binghamton. And I actually uh, I love Warwick. It's a great little town. It's a great little town. Yeah. Um, I just uh, I got these Clyde Fraser Walt Fraser specials. At this fucking sneaker shop there. Wow. Oh, the hotness. The, the old Walt, the fucking. Yeah, Clyde. That's amazing. Not Clyde Drexler. Clyde. The Pumas. Yo, those, are, those are classics. Those are hot. So there's a little, like, badass sneaker you're, shop. You're going to be swishing and dishing and transition. Yeah, soon. absolutely. <laughs> um, Laz is percolating. <laughs> percolating. Um, uh, there's this, this cool little sneaker shop there. It, like, seems completely out of nowhere. They had yeah. My brother said it's pretty new. He's like, I haven't even been in it yet. He should, Mikey, you should go in. Yeah, because there's all sorts of jerseys there, like cool those cool '80s like BP jerseys, the mesh kind of the uh, mesh pullovers, the mesh pullovers. So great. There was uh, a yellow Ricky Henderson 35. Ooh, yeah, 35. Yeah, original. That you should have that. I know. How do you it, not already have the XL was too big. The medium was a little tight. So. I'm going to order the large. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I saw a Daryl Strawberry there, but they only had a medium, so I didn't pick it up for you. Yeah. Um, but when I put my Ricky Henderson 35 order in there, they also had a Piazza, but I feel like Strawberry is more your guy. Go, yeah, I mean, go, goals. I love Piazza, no mm-hmm. no doubt about it, but like... Uh, you know, for me, that's that's sort of the lost era of yeah. Mets baseball. The, yeah. the, the black years... I mean, I'm glad we had the the World Series run, which we obviously lost to the right. Yankees. I was there in Game Three, the Benny Agbayani years. Yeah, uh, but uh, not my favorite era. No, the earlier era, and even the more recent. Like I'm more, I'm way more in like into the into, 2015 team into the, Mets baseball currently than I was 
in a lot of the Piazza years. But like st- we've talked about it at length on this and Dirty Sports. Steroids for me, the steroids era, just the way it was handled by everybody was just, yeah, I, I was just like, what the fuck is this? This is ridiculous. I don't know. Um, Bud Selig's in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds is not. Yeah. Tell me there's something right about that. Right. There's not. I mean, a, a great example of like how much that era like hurts and affects me is that, you know, the big, the big to do in that World Series was Piazza Clemens. Right. Because Clemens is beanballing guys in the head on HGH and then throwing bats at them. And everybody's like, it's fine. Total, totally normal reaction to a broken bat. I just didn't like, throw it we at just call like guys who can't handle their roids, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Cause Piazza has been handling his roids for years. Yeah. Totally fine. Totally chill guy. I mean, he's kind of a weirdo. I, I, I say like, I say to this day, you know, if we're going to handle the steroid era the way that we did, Mike Piazza has been, uh, there's no proof whatsoever Mike Piazza took steroids exactly. other than Mike Piazza's career. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> until I know otherwise. Yeah, that's a Hall of Famer. Wait, isn't he in the Hall of Fame? He is in the Hall of Fame. All right, the Hall of Fame's a fucking... Uh, bef- Not that Mike Piazza's in the Hall of Fame that makes the the Hall of Fame a joke, but, you know, Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame, Bud Selig is. Right. And Bob Costas in the fucking Hall of Fame. Yeah. Go kill yourself. Gross. Hall of Fame. Uh, we so have gross. to start before we even get into slides. Yeah. We've got to start with some Thrones recap. Sure. You are, you were on the ride from the beginning. Yep. Um, you're not Andy Ruther who I had to twist his arm because yeah. he was like dragon. I mean, I've read all the books. Dragons lame. Yeah, I was like, no. fucking watch the show. Watch the show. Um, yeah. You read all the books. Yeah. Uh, how did how did you feel about the ending? Ruther, by the way, after being a guy who climbed on board last year, mm-hmm. um, is now is now battling Thrones. Haters. Thrones season eight haters because he's like fuck you, do better. Which is I'm like we have a sports show where we constantly yeah. criticize athletes who are way better than us. Yeah, everything. exactly. Um, I am sort of on the fence. I'm, I'm like fence I'm bit. like every show sucks at the in the end. Like Lost was a goddamn disaster. Um, the Wire didn't end great. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves the Breaking Bad ending. I was not a fan of the Breaking Bad ending. I loved the Breaking ending. Bad ending. Yeah, yeah, I did. The only I liked it in retrospect because yeah. I've read the theory that he died in the car uh-huh. oh, er- early in the episode, yeah. and I was like, oh, "That's kind of cool." Yeah, um, and that everything else was sort of just a dead, or like a a, a man dying dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like to me, like. Breaking Bad almost ended like too happy for me. I'm yeah. just like everything worked out in the end except he died, but like he had cancer anyway. Yeah, so like right? yeah, what are we talking about? Gonna die. Yeah. We're all gonna die. Yeah. Um my issue with the end of Game of Thrones was this. John should have died if he wasn't the king. I was totally he's dead already. Yeah. Yeah. I was totally prepared for him to die. Yeah. Every season of Game of Thrones ends with your favorite person dying. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was prepared for this. Mm-hmm. He kills her. Somebody kills him. Yep. And then, and that's why I actually thought the Vegas odds of Bran ending up on the throne made total sense. I was like, what were the Vegas odds? He was like minus seven hundred going into the last episode. Oh, seriously? So everybody knew. Oh, I didn't know. But um, I was kind of annoyed that the Bran droid became the king. Yeah. And I've heard the complaints, you know, he, the, the, oh, he has the best story. And it's like, what's his story? He fell out the window and then he fucking, over his yeah. eyes roll back in his head. Um, 
like Arya's story is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sansa was getting like raped for like however long. Jon Snow's story is the he, best story. He came back from the dead. <laughs> he came back from the dead. This guy, like Brandroy, just came back from a fall. That's why I agree. Like you could argue that, okay, you could make an argument against the girls, mm-hmm. but like how do you argue Jon's story is not the best? Yeah. That's why he has to die. Right. And also, he didn't want it. So him dying to make sure she didn't have it after what happened totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Also, he's already dead. He was already he's dead. He's already dead. He's stealing life fire. And my other problem with it is that the reason he he lives and doesn't get to be king is because like gray worms like no. You're like, hey, what? dickless wonder. Yeah. No one gives a fuck what you think. Exactly. You want to be a slave I again? I didn't like that. Yeah. You want to be a slave again? Yeah. Or you want to fucking mad about, shut the fuck you up? You can't lick her pussy anymore. Yeah. But you guys like, can't scissor. Yeah. <laughs> can't go tribbing. But seriously, sorry for your troubles. Yeah. Like, everybody's had troubles. Yeah, I didn't like how great Grey Worm, like, like his opinion mattered that yeah. much. I, like, why didn't we have a scene where he gets taken and go, hey, you know how you can't have sex because you have no dick? None of these kids can have sex because they got burned to death <laughs> yeah, by your fucking bestie, yeah. the fucking dragon. Also, the dragon burning the... the, dra- the oh, the, suddenly, suddenly the dragon has a conscience? Yeah. The dragon was murdering children the day before. Yeah. Fucking the day before. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get that because John's a Targaryen, I guess, but I didn't, I didn't love that. That made kind of no sense. I think my general problem with... With the last season and even the last two seasons, were just that they were shortened. Yeah, and I thought there was much more nuance than what we saw in the last, um, you know, season or the last two seasons. Really, um, we never got who the Night King was, which was to me the most interesting thing. And I know that they're going to do a, a prequel, and right. it's all going to be about the long night, and we'll probably get those answers in that. So, but fuck you, right? I, I wanted to know. Yeah. Um, I actually like a lot of people had a problem with Danny burning down, with Danny going crazy. Yeah. Um, but because of the previous episode, or because of the Battle of Winterfell, I mean, have you ever been to a girlfriend's family's for Thanksgiving? Have you ever had a bad experience going to a girlfriend's sure. family? Sure. Yeah. You know, you show up. Now just put yourself in Danny's shoes. Yeah. You show up to your boyfriend's fucking winter, like far away home, right? And everybody's kind of a cunt to you. Yeah. Right? But they're like, ooh, we need you for the Thanksgiving football game against our rival family. Okay? And you go out and you fucking... You know, maybe you don't score the winning touchdown, but you throw some incredible blocks yeah. for, but, but for on, runs but, for Pater. But on the final drive, when they're coming down to win the turkey bowl, you get a sack fumble. Yeah, you get a you sack know, you fumble. Get a strip, you get a strip sack. Right. And at the celebration afterwards, nobody's like being like, hey, thanks. Yeah. And like the whole deal was, yeah, I'll, I'll come and help you out for, with your football game if you come help me up with my football game. And everybody's like, nah, we're good. We're tired. Yeah. Right? And the one person, and you lose your best friend, you lose half your half your crew, right? She lost basically all the Dothraki. Yep. Right? 
Except they were fucking there at the end. Yeah, so there's six like, of them or whatever. Being but, like, oh, if John fucking is king, we'll yeah. kill everybody. And you're like, I thought you guys died. Didn't right. you go out there with your fucking... <laughs> didn't you go out there with fucking Charlottesville style with your tiki torches and then get extinguished? <laughs> yeah. Didn't uh, I watch all of you guys die? Where right. did you guys come from? Right. You lose everybody, right? And the one person who you came here for, you're like, I feel terrible. Everybody's mean to me. I feel completely alone. Kiss me, Jon Snow. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're my aunt, I cunt. You know? So she's been completely betrayed by everybody. And let's be honest. This girl watched her husband dump fucking molten gold on her brother. Didn't fucking shed a tear. Yeah. I literally watched it and was like, well, she's on her period. (laughs) So when she snapped, I got it. There ain't no stopping them. This is why Hillary couldn't be president because yeah. you're too fucking wa- you you know too much too emotional too emotional too much of a loose cannon yeah no I, you can't be trusted I think it could have been executed better and I wish it was ten ten episodes um, I liked that like it's too happy of an ending that she's the fucking queen yeah. and she you know she's got the dragons and she fucking and that's it and that and that's the answer we found out in season three or whatever she birthed dragons and that's the end of the show basically because she has dragons so she gets to be the queen so i liked that it wasn't her and i liked that the way it was ended up not being her is she fucking was on her period didn't get dicked down and uh flipped out when all Jon snow had to do was dick her down right and we everything would have been fine right and I think it was just like, like, damn, Jon Snow, you haven't learned anything from Egret. You haven't learned anything yeah. from all this shit you've been through. You're still, you still know nothing. You're still yeah. a fucking fool. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of came to a fool's end by being shipped off to the Night's Watch, which doesn't even fucking exist anymore. Yeah, what are they going out there for? I guess maybe he's just going to go be the king beyond the wall and find his new Egret. And right. So I guess. But he's not allowed to fuck. He's not yeah, take I don't a think, wife I don't think that kid. shit matters anymore. Because he's Jon Snow. And yeah, like, like, dude, I'm dead already. The Night's Watch is like, dog, you do whatever you want yeah, up here. We're, we're not good. even a thing anymore. We're yeah. basically a fucking... We're basically like a VA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you, buddy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, I was happy that he... You know, he finally had his moment with Ghost. I was not happy. I, by the way, my thing with him with Ghost, I don't know if you saw my tweet on I it. Did. Everybody was fucking bitching him, pet him. And then, I uh, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. That that ends up being like the fucking next to last scene of the whole show. Like, yeah. oh, he pets his dog. It's like, ah, fuck the fucking dog. I, I, I was, and I'm I, a dog lover. You know that. I'm a, yeah, we're both dog lovers. But I was just annoyed the, the his head nod to his fucking best friend who didn't even get a bath. Yeah. Couldn't even wash the mud and blood off him before he takes off. Yeah. That was kind of a dick move. You knew he'd see him again. Yeah. They, yeah. They, had a, they had a spiritual connection. Yeah. I just, I, you know, I think the writers just got a little lazy. Well, also. It was just plot point to plot the point. The other thing that I don't really understand is why did they, uh, why didn't they just have him, like, outline the fucking ret- end of it? Like, right. Right. Because he outlined it to them to some point. Yeah. But then he didn't, was like. I well, there's figured a, it out. There's a couple of storylines that uh, from the books that they uh, just completely yeah, got rid of. So you have to once you get rid of those, you're you're kind of you know, you're you're kind of lying to make up for the last lie and it's you know, it's a it's a vicious cycle. Well, let's uh let's transition into baseball. Yeah. Um 
what we'll do today. Some walk-off wins last night yeah. by our squads. Yeah, yeah. The, the, Mets, squads. the Mets walk off on an infield hit, which yeah. was fun, um, after uh, a huge Pete Alonzo game tire. So Pete Alonzo has more home runs before the All-Star break um, by any Mets rookie ever. I mean, he's got, I think he's at 16, 16 now. So that's like not even, yeah. Why aren't the Mets better? It's a great question. <laughs> they have a lot of talent, it seems to me. It's a great question. The answer is many-folded. Uh, one, that they have not, they have yet to get on the same page. It's either pitching or hitting. Yeah. Simultaneous, like never simultaneous. Um, they have... They have a kind of disastrous bullpen situation. Um, the middle, middle innings kind of thing. Yeah, and late, also and also like late, like and eighth. why why Familia ever gets to pitch at all? I don't know anymore. Don't they have He's the like, Diaz kid. Yeah, but but they use they overuse him, and then they try to use him in save situations, and then blah blah blah. Like Mickey Callaway, I was really you were a big Mickey Callaway. I guy. bought in. The, because of the way that they he managed the Indians bullpen, yeah, and now I'm like, I guess a lot of that was Tito um, or I, Andrew Miller. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, like he, <clears throat> I like I th- I feel like the thing with Mickey Callaway is like he tries he's he's got some like crazy wild ideas, and half the time they pan out, and half the time they don't. He's just a guy playing blackjack by his gut. Yeah, and you're like, dude, can you just play by the book for like a ha- like. Play just until we play get to the, 500. Yeah, play by the book for like two months and see what happens. Yeah. Um, like be a man, be a second year manager and just like, like take it easy, uh, dial it back a little bit, g- get some seasons of success under your belt, and right. then start being like, ooh, you know what might work? Um, but they should be better. If you had told me Jeff McNeil is going to be like the fucking second leading hitter in baseball right. and Pete Alonso is going to have more home runs before. But then, like, a, like then the guys who the we were right. counting on to be there, like, let us like Robinson Cano is a disaster. Rosario's having trouble fielding. Mm-hmm. Brandon Nimmo's falling off the face of the planet. Um, we, we we essentially don't have a fucking true center fielder. Cespedes is having ranch problems. Breaks his ankle, fucking getting off a horse or something. <laughs> like, first of all, are there ranches in Florida? Like, what is a ra- What does his ranch look like? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, maybe he's just got like. Do you just have like three? Maybe he's got a gator ranch. Does he have three plots in a gated community, and <laughs> yeah. he just takes a horse from one uh, to the other? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like I didn't know Port St. Lucie had farmland. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, kind of. I mean, the Mets are just gonna Mets, I guess. But they should be better for sure. Um, we need Degrom to turn it on. He'll be. He's scheduled to pitch Tuesday, in. Um, in LA, so I'll try to go put my put my good good loving all over the Mets all right. next week. Um, I want to start before we take a look around the league. There's okay. so there's so many uh, fun stories happening right now. I want to go one by one. All right, uh, we just talked about how good Pete Alonso has been for the Mets, right. and he has been great. The Polar Bear, as we're calling him, the Polar Bear. Yeah, and he's also <laughs> like enjoying. Like yesterday, he did the. I don't know if you saw like the Are You Not Entertained? Like uh, get up, move? like yeah, yeah, when he hit a fucking sky ball that looked a hundred yards foul to me but yeah. somehow they were like he hit it too high we don't actually know when it curved around the pole i was like this is a cool thing to have on yeah. your team guy who can hit a ball so high it's like unjudgeable we don't know um vladdy jr is finally up 
Thank and God. And raking. He's I wore awesome. my black uh, uh, Jay's, hat, Jay's hat. Shout out to Garnett for sending that my way. Um, in honor of Vladdy Jr. Uh, I mean, raking. Have you got to see him play third base yet? I have not. Yeah. But I've, I, I've gotten to see a lot of the hitting highlights. I mean, he's got to have an absolute he's, hose. He's apparently 275. Wow. Wow. 275. That's what that's what somebody said. How tall is he? He's like 6'4 or something like that. Like, Oh, he's a monster. Yeah. He's a monster. He's 275 pounds. He's playing third base in the big leagues. <laughs> let's let's look it up. Vlad Jr., baseball third baseman. Well, I guess like Pablo is playing third base at 280. He's hitting 247. Let's let's see if we can get his actual stats. Somebody was like, so he oh sorry he's he's listed at six two two fifty, but I'm pretty sure somebody said it's more like two sixty five two seventy. He's twenty years old. He's got four bombs. He likes a big lunch. Yeah, <laughs> mafongo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fun. It's like it's like it's just what the Blue Jays needed. Yeah, just some hope. This is like their whole season. Yeah. Um. So have you have you gotten to see any of his at bats? Oh yeah, I love his at bats. Incredible. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, and he's and, an all fields hitter. I feel like um, I haven't watched him enough to give this assessment, but I feel like he's not the bad ball hitter his daddy was. He's more. He's got a like more control of the strikes. Yeah, zone. he was already off the island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So he, he didn't. didn't he, has he not, didn't have to hit. He didn't have to hit or swing or yeah. walk or whatever is <laughs> right, way off the island. Right, He's like, right. You're already off the island. <laughs> you can take a few pitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one I want to talk about. Did you see Ian Kinsler yelling at the Padres at the fans? Padres fans, and then denying it. Yeah. So he yelled at Padres fans. Pretty sure he said "fuck all y'all." <laughs> yeah, pretty sure he did. And then. He denied it, which I didn't like. I think just own it, dude. Just they they've owned that they were shitting on you. Yeah. Own fuck you guys. Yeah. Um, he hits a walk off and or a big home run and he says, Fuck all y'all. Which like Which is kind of a I mean, has he never been booed before? Like it's kind of weird for a veteran like that to go that route. I think my problem me. with San Diego Padres fans is now. First of all, now you care. <laughs> yeah. So but was he was, was he playing with them last year? No. Yeah. But but I'm saying now you just suddenly care about baseball. Yeah. No. I I get it. Second of all, um, like it it just reminds me of like the CJ McCollum. Like I'm trying, Jennifer. <laughs> you know, like I have no problem booing guys who seem to be failing. And giving a lack of effort. Yeah. Like Mets fans should be booing Robinson Cano right now. He's dogging it every chance he gets. And he sucks. Ian Kinsler isn't the kind of guy who's like dogging it. No. He's just playing bad. Yeah. And I always think that that's just f- like, fuck all y'all. Like, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, Plus, I've been doing this pretty consistently for 10 years. Yeah. And you're like, I'm sorry. It's May. And I'm on the struggle bus a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll figure it out. Yeah. And w- how great will it be if we're still in it when I figure it out? Yeah. Like, and fine, bench me for a while, but like the the anger. Or fine, like, or fine, like you can have Jared, Jed Jarepko back if you're right. really that pissed. Yeah. Right? Um, I just think like sometimes like I like, I, I, I like to boo respectfully. Mm-hmm. Like I like to think that there's, you know, 
I don't boo unless there's thought something, behind my boo. Something terrible. Unless you're dogging it. Yeah. Like unless you're just not trying. Right. No, I I have no problem fucking um like Dodger fans booing Machado for not running out ground balls. Yeah. Um as a first year guy, you know. I but like with a guy like Puig who who makes mistakes, yes, but he makes mistakes playing hard. Right. You know, I would never boo that, you know. He's a wild horse, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a, a Todd Frazier, Adam Eaton beef. Yeah. Everybody hates you, man. Every, so Everybody they beefed on the field. Eaton said Frazier basically just yells at him every chance he gets. Yeah. Not None of them will explain what's going on. Right. Um, it sounds like there's no real explanation. Eaton did drop the, I'm grown, I've got kids i've got a mortgage i'm above this right yeah but then he later admitted he didn't actually have a mortgage he just bought his shit cash yeah and but no one's explaining like what's behind the beef except ozzy guillen who went on i don't even know what it was jalapeno (laughs) tv night baseball or whatever (laughs) hot hot sauce or something like that hot sauce hot takes and uh said the only thing i know man is Nobody in the locker room liked you, Adam Eaton. <laughs> Nobody. So I don't know. Yeah. But we all fucking hated you pretty much. I I, I mean, like, if. Uh, so Adam Eaton just. I don't a, have anything to go but that because Todd Frazier from the outside, as much as you hate his ass, like, seems like a decent guy. It seems like he got along with his teammates everywhere he went. And Adam Eaton has been traded a bunch. And uh, I know nothing about Adam Eaton either. Uh, until Ozzy Gian said everybody hated you. Now the question I gotta is, kinda believe it. In this beef, who's a what's their dude status is and and if if they're both dudes or not dudes, who's a bigger dude or or to like, me, if anybody if there's a dude in the situation, to me it's uh Fraser. Adam Eaton, I don't know. He's he's never done anything on the field that has made me say dude. Apparently everybody hates him. Apparently very undude like. Yeah, that's not dude like. Like there's something there's an air of dudeness to yeah. a dude where you walk in and people are gonna like you unless you fuck it up. Yeah. And Adam Eaton seems like he's not walking in liked and he's not walking out liked. No. So it doesn't seem like he's there's any really dude. trying to be a dude. Right. Or 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 even cares. If there's any sort of dudeness aura about him. In fact, his former teammates are going out of their way to yell at him every chance they get. And yeah, just say, what does what does uh, the Diamondback say? Does anybody has anybody come across and said anything? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or and, the Nationals. Right? Is he on the Nationals? He's on the Nationals now. He's on the Nationals now. Yeah, and he was on the White. He was Sox. on the White Sox. And Frazier and him were teammates on the White Sox. Yeah, must have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't have a dude feeling about Adam Eaton at all. I don't have a strong dude feeling about Frazier, but actually. I think this raises his dude status. I think it does. Like, I mean, I know Todd Frazier is a home run derby champion. Yep. Is Adam Eaton a home run derby champion? No. But also, but also, Todd Frazier just yelling at dudes who he doesn't like. Yeah, that's kind of a I dude like move. It. Yeah. Calls he's like, out. fuck you. Yeah. And then he's like, what's your deal, man? He's like, you know my deal. No one likes you. Fuck you. And he's like, dude, you're just yelling at me while I'm walking on the field. He's like, that's right. That's right. Fuck you. Fuck you. He's like, damn. Well, I got kids. He's like, fuck your kids. Fuck your kids. No, you don't. Fuck your wife. <laughs> Fuck your mortgage. 
And then like the, his dugouts coming out. But like, did you see they were like in the Nationals were like climbing, climbing the dugout steps, but they weren't moving too fast. Yeah. Didn't seem like a lot of guys wanted to fun. protect yeah. him. I don't think, uh, I don't think Adam Eaton inspires that kind of passion. Um, we've got two more top stories, as I'm calling them, before we jump into a look around the league and a quick slide into the DMs. But one that's uh, really caught my eye, and Andy Ruther even said, you guys got to talk about this on slides, is uh, there is a 19-year-old pitcher. His name is Carter Stewart, mm-hmm. and he is going to Japan on a six-year contract with the Fukuyoka SoftBank Hawks of Japan's Pacific League. Stewart was the number eight overall pick in last year's MLB draft, but didn't sign after the Atlanta Braves, who believed he was injured, offered him a signing bonus well under the $4.98 million slot value of the pick, mm. around $2 million. So I don't know if it's $2 million less or if they offered him $2 million. Either way, basically less than... Half of about 40% of the money. Stewart went to junior college instead and was expected to go early in the second round of this year's draft and receive an offer of less than $2 million. So he turned down two at a 4.98 approximate value slot, then was projected to get basically a $2 million slot again. And instead agrees to a groundbreaking contract with the Hawks. Stewart is expected to finalize the deal in the end of May. Now, here's what's interesting. Not only does Stewart stand to make more money during his six years in Japan than he would have with an MLB organization, he could potentially return to the United States as a 25-year-old free agent allowed to sign a long-term contract with any of Major League Baseball's 30 teams. So... And he doesn't, and he's on nobody's rookie scale once he's the 25-year-old right. he, he He returns much like a other, much like any Japanese player returning from Japan. Right. He can sign. He's a free agent deal. There's a, there could be a bidding war for him. Get that money. So he's 19. I mean, they are rushing pitchers up these days, but like you're looking at basically $2 million versus $7 million. Probably in the if everything were to go perfectly, he's in the bigs in what three years? Three years. Yeah. So he's got he's got an extra, and then he's got three years of rookie bullshit. They don't bring him up till fucking May fifteenth and whatever. So he's getting three and a half times the money that he would have gotten, and he can still come at twenty five. And he's and he's not like living in a funeral home in the in the minor leagues like everybody else or like four guys living in a van because they pay him $500 a fucking month or whatever it is, $1,500, whatever it is, you know? He's skipping all that bullshit. He's going to go to Japan as he's, a fucking big leaguer. He's going to be big in Japan. Yeah, and he's it's going to be an incredible experience for him. He's going to just... Fuck all sorts of hot Japanese bitches. Hopefully because, he's in. He'll, hopefully he's into that style. Yeah, and if not, you know, he's gonna he'll be. get into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hope you like sushi. If yeah. not, you will. Yeah, yeah, you will. You will. Couple of uh, couple of tips for him. Um, don't litter ever in Japan, <laughs> or the yakuza will come and cut your the head yakuza. off. Yakuza. Seriously, it is the, the eighty-eight keys country. will show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The crazy eighty-eights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't litter. 
Um, nobody eats in transit, and uh, yeah, that's it. You'll be you'll have a great time. Now, I think it'd be an incredible experience. What do you think about this as um, something that has an effect long term or going forward? I hope for it does. Players? I hope it has a huge effect on um, the uh, minor league system and how little they, those guys get paid. Yeah, good for this guy. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck the establishment, Joe. Break the wheel. <laughs> um. Now, like, so uh, as baseball guys, we have to be rooting. We have to be rooting for him to succeed. This correct? is Carter like, Stewart. Is yeah. his name? Yeah. yeah. Or Connor. Uh, Carter. Carter. And also, turn down the offer from the Braves. Fuck the Braves. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Go yeah. ahead and go fuck the Braves. <laughs> The new Mr. Baseball, Carter Stewart. Yeah, yeah. that's what was, that's got to be his nickname, yeah, right? It's, it's Going over there, be. like he's yeah. got he's got to go f- full Kobe. He's and got, just yeah, he's the new Jack Elliott, Mr. Baseball. Yeah, he's Mr. Baseball, and just like own that shit. Just have a hotter girlfriend than Mr. Baseball had. Yeah. That's all I ask. Yeah, I mean Selleck, who, who cast that fucking movie? Oh, dude, Selleck come on. is going to have the hottest chick in any land. Yeah, Spur- certainly in Japan. That's that was blatant disrespect. That's Tom Selleck. Yeah, that whoever cast that movie should fucking. <laughs> Uh, kill himself with a samurai sword. Yeah, yeah. Harikari. Harikari. Just yeah. like, Ugh! you have lost face. Yeah. Okay, this is the last thing that I want to do um, before we move on with the show. Mm. Um, there's going to be a lot of numbers here. I'm going to try to get you to try to visualize them all you want. If you need to look at them, you can. Okay. But this tweet, shout out to possibly Bader's burner at master48bader. He sent out this tweet uh, about a week ago now, and it was with a poll, and it said this. Player A, 2,038 career games. His slash line, 281, 364, 490, and 855 OPS with 316 home runs, a 368 W-O-B-A. I don't know what half these fucking stats are. A Weighted on base percentage. Yeah, okay. okay. A 122 WRC plus. Uh, is that a defensive rating zone? Or I, I don't know. know but defense, 114 defensive runs saved. Okay. 107.1 user, UZR. Ultimate rating zone. Okay. And a 69.8 F war. 69... 0.8 F war. So that's uh, accumulated war wins above replacement over his career. Player okay. B, 2,747 games. Okay, so 700 more games. A slash line of 310, 377, 440. Okay. And 817 OPS versus, versus 855. Doesn't hit the balls hard. 260 home runs to 316 okay. in 700 more sorry, games. Sorry, 260? 260 okay. to 316. 119 uh, WRC plus to okay. versus 122. Uh, runs created, probably. Okay. okay. 360 WOBA versus okay. 368. Okay. Uh, minus 152 defensive run saves. Wow. Yeah. That he lets in a lot of runs. Minus 66.1 UZR. Okay. And and a no sev- range and a seventy three point one F WAR versus again sixty nine 
73.1, but with 700 more games. Correct. Okay. Who's more Hall of Fame worthy, player A or player B? Well, player A, more home runs, less batting average, but it sounded like their on-base percentage was better and their 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 defensive stats were better and um defensive stats world's better obviously one was saving hundreds of runs one right. was costing right yeah and then and then total career war basically on par for one another except one played 700 more games right so you would think that player a was more hall, hall of fame worthy right you would think you would think you would think um do you care to guess who either of these players are um can you give me a position that these guys play? Player A played third base. Uh-huh. Player B played shortstop. Okay. Can I just guess that player uh, player B is Derek Jeter? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, I'll guess that... Um, I would say Adrian Beltre, but I feel like he's got... More home runs than that. And he, he hits for a higher average than that. He does. Um, third base. Third base. I, mean, I feel like I'm looking for a solid but unspectacular third baseman. Ken Caminiti. Close. He does not have an... In, that, in that realm? In that era? That, in that basic era. A little, little bit later. Do you want, you want the answer? Uh, sure. Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. Yeah. So Scott Rowland, who has already been on the ballot and received like 30% of the vote or something mm-hmm. like that. Scott Rowland is essentially never going to be a Hall of Famer. No. Derek Jeter will get 99% of the vote. Certainly. Yep. Um, this has been another episode now you, of Derek Jeter is blatantly overrated, yeah, and yeah, you should yeah. kill yourself for now, not knowing why. Let's say let's put Scott Rowland in that in that lineup, right? Let's replace yeah. Let's replace let's Scott replace Brocious Scott Brocious with Scott Rowland. Um, he's a way better player than Scott Brocious. It's not close. It's not close. Where did Scott Brocious hit in that lineup? Like seventh, maybe. Yeah. So where would Rowland have hit? Fifth, fifth, fourth, fourth. Who is their four hitter? Bernie. Or Bernie hit. It was Paul O'Neill, Bernie, Paul O'Neill, Posada. Yeah, there. And then there was always like the okay, you know, it's better, like it's Giambi for a while. Like okay. they always, they, their three hitter was always fucking. You know, Tino Martinez, right. Giambi, um, whoever, whatever, whatever huge signing. Roland's they made. probably a better player than Tino Martinez. You know. Yep. Um. He's a better hitter than Jorge Posada. So I think he'd hit fifth in that order. And he would probably be in the Hall of Fame if he played for the Yankees and not the Phillies and the Cardinals. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, obviously, you know, Jeter has 3,000 hits. Yep. Jeter has rings, which yep. this is all the reason why. Like, n- nowhere. Jeter has a lot of signature moments. Nowhere is rings less valuable to me than in the game than of baseball. baseball yeah. Like you yeah. were you were a part of a fucking it's a 25 man. Yeah. You know, thing. I mean, you think they're more valuable than football? 
it depends on where who are we're talking about, you know, in it in baseball like in baseball, I'll care about your rings and your World Series MVPs if you were like the ace on a fucking staff for 10 years and you guys yeah. won four world championships and it's like every year fucking Randy Johnson was led taking us to the promised game one, land. game yeah. 4 and game 7. Yeah. yeah. Madison Bumgarner's fucking right. rings mean something to me. Yeah. Not one single position player's rings matter to me in in anywhere near the value of a quarterback, uh, uh-huh. best player on the defense, uh, left tackle, yeah. uh, starting running back, uh, X wide receiver. Right. You know? Right. Premier outside receiver. Like, Jerry Rice's Super Bowls mean like 50 times to me what Derek Jeter's World right. Series mean to me. Right, 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 right. And yeah. and there's not there's no com- comparison between Eli Manning's two Super Bowls and Derek Jeter's five World Series rings. It, like the value in weight, like Eli Manning is what you know thirty nine percent responsible for two Super Bowl championships. Derek Jeter's seven percent responsible for five right. World Championships. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could you could probably say that El Duque, El Duque's uh, World Series rings, Rivera, were, Rivera, you know, yeah, sure, yeah. You're, okay, you've been the closer for the entire run. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and you're unhittable in the playoffs. Okay, sure. You're the fu- you're a shortstop that's giving away hundreds of runs in your career. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. <laughs> Your defensive runs. If they put, uh, if they put one of those return nets, I, when, you were, when you were talking about the UZR and the runs created, I was like, okay, um, is this just is this Jason Giambi? But I think he has more home runs than that. Yeah, you know, is this like Frank Thomas? Like just a stiff, just an absolute stiff out there. Yeah, yeah. Well. So there's that. Just want to. This has been another edition of Derek Jeter's Wildly Overrated, and you should know it. Uh, let's take a quick look around the league, and then we'll slide into the DMs. You did a great job putting out a call for DMs and uh, messages today, and the people have spoken. People have spoken. It's uh, it's a Wednesday. A lot of day baseball today, and uh, that is something I enjoy. Uh, the New York Yankees have overtaken the Tampa Bay Rays and now lead. New York Yankees are hot right now. And now lead the AL East. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. They have a fifth plus 58 run differential. And finally, uh, the AL East has a run differential that uh, is correct from top to bottom. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are still hanging in there. They're, they're the fucking... Uh, New kids on the block. They're hanging tough. Twenty-seven and eighteen. They're two games back of the Yankees. They are four and six in the last ten. They have a plus fifty run differential. Red Sox turned the corner a little bit. Red Sox are also above five hundred at twenty-five and twenty-three. They are five and a half games back. And um, the Blue Jays have Vlad Jr. and the Baltimore Orioles should. I mean, if their uniforms weren't so great, I'd demand they fucking be disbanded. (laughs) (laughs) The Boston Red Sox. It really is the only thing. Their stadium and their uniforms. Their stadium and their uniforms and Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah. Yeah. And Billy Billy, Billy Billy Ripken's fuckface card. (laughs) Without those things. 
useless. Retract the Orioles, but goddamn, are their uniforms the best? They're, they're and goddamn, is their ballpark the best? The best, yeah. So and fucking Cal Ripken is like get, Cal Ripken is to shortstops what you know Kevin Durant is for shooting guards going forward. Like he was the first. <laughs> he was the of first. the unicorns, right? Yeah. Um, in the American League, uh, the the Tampa Bay Rays are three and a half games up. On the first wild card spot, second would be Boston and Cleveland, with Texas and Oakland and the Los Angeles Angels all within three games. But I, I bring that up because Boston has turned the corner. They are twenty five and twenty three. They are six and four in their last ten. They they have a they have a plus twenty five run differential now. They've been playing very well, and technically, if the playoffs started today, they would be in some form of a. Of a playing, of a, of a playing, of a playing game. game. Yeah, my Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins are seven games up in the AL Central. Fucking look out! They are seven three in their last ten. They have a plus eighty one run differential. They have the second most wins in all of baseball, tied with the Dodgers for second most wins behind the thirty three win Houston Astros, the Cleveland Indians who would be, I believe it was a half game back or tied. Did I say tied with the mm-hmm. uh, Red Sox? Yeah, they're tied with the Red Sox for a second wildcard position. Are seven games back of the Minnesota Twins. Chicago White Sox still on fire from the Adam Eaton, Todd Frazier beef <laughs> years ago. Are 21 and 26, but, you know. How about those guys? Bat flips, guys. Enjoy the, Enjoy like, them. I got to <laughs> say, Tim Anderson's fucking Fire bat flip where he throws his bat as hard as he can. Yeah, is kind of hilarious. It's great. Just like, do, you just do it when it matters, please. Yeah, can I? Can can I? Like, if I was managing, is it acceptable to have a rule that says, guys, you can walk, you can bat flip when you walk off, and you can bat flip when you're over five hundred, and you can certainly bat flip if both happen. But if we're neither of those, and it's the second inning, and we're not good, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's you're fair. not allowed to bat flip. I think it's fair. I think it's totally fair. Can I say one thing about the Minnesota Twins? Yeah, um, you know, I don't think Kent Herbeck gets enough credit for how a funny motherfucker he was because he's responsible for me for having for tagging the funniest nickname on a teammate ever. And I don't know if you remember Dan Gladden. Sure, of course. Yeah. You know Dan Glad. Great hair. <laughs> and he was bald on top, and yeah. then he had this like like he, he, red. He mullet. had the party mullet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But bald on top. You yeah. know what his nickname was? As per Kent Herbeck, the wrench, because <laughs> he looked like a high school shop teacher. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And you nicknamed somebody else the wrench. What? And you nicknamed somebody else the wrench? No, no, no. I just I'm just, just giving it up nickname. for Kent Herbeck. But that's a great tag. That's a great nickname. Uh, like I'm, I mean, I'm all about the Twins being fucking good. They're like they deserve it. Their stadiums, like supposedly fantastic. I look forward to visiting it soon. I picked them. Watch Little Big League, highly underrated movie. Highly underrated. Um, I was just, I was just, uh, I just referenced Little Big League. I was hanging out at Chris Wilde's son's championship uh, Little League game uh-huh. this weekend, and he was walking. We were walking back to the car. And to put something away, and that one of the kids on the other team uh, was walking toward the game. Yeah, this is pregame, and he was like, "That's uh, that's Alex or whatever." He's like, "Like Alex plays on uh, plays on my um, 
basketball team, but yeah. Alex was on the other team. Yeah. And uh, as I walked by, I go, love you, Alex, but die like a dog. <laughs> Which I always think of Jonathan Silverman right, in, right, the, right. in Little Big League when, <laughs> when they're watching the Mariners, yeah. hoping they lose so that they can get in the playoff game. Yeah. Dave Magadan up. He goes, Mags, I love you, but die like a dog. <laughs> and he grounds into an inning and a game-ending double play, and they get their play in. Um, so, yeah, shout-out to the Twins. I was, uh, I was scared to make that pick because I – I made a I made some wild predictions last year, and oh, uh, like, not all. I, of them I was tired of picking the Indians. I'm glad you picked the Twins. Yeah, uh, you can't win them all though. I also picked the Rockies. Yeah, so. so did I. The Houston Astros, our Houston Astros, are 33. Best and 16, team in the, the best, best team, team in the league. Best team in baseball. They have a plus 99 run differential, the highest in all of baseball by uh, 18 runs, and then after that, it's like by fucking 40 runs. Or by 30 runs over the Dodgers. Um, they are back. They are eight games up over the Texas Rangers, who are 24 and 23. Your Oakland A's have sorted themselves a little bit. They're 7 and 3 in their last 10. They're on a six game win streak. Yeah. And they are playing 500 baseball. They're eight yeah. and a half games Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, Oakland A's. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are 22 and 26, 10 and a half games back. And the it's Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners are in last place now. Seattle Mariners are in last place. Aww. They're three and seven in their last ten. They have a minus thirty-eight run differential. They're Damn. eleven and a half games back. It was a fun start to the season. I hope that the fun start to the season that they had gives the gives like the franchise the guys who are going to be there for a little bit the idea like we can win. We just don't have enough to win consistently, but we have a good base. Yeah, let's build it up pretty fast. It was. You know, it's still a sexy division. It's not the sexiest division in baseball anymore, but it's still a sexy division. It, yeah, but I mean, you you still have to count like the uniforms and the stadiums, sure, in all of the sexiness, yeah. which kind of keeps the AL West always in there. I mean, the, except I mean, besides goddamn Oakland Coliseum, but right, and, but those unis though. But the but yeah. They make up for it by having doubly great unis. Yeah, exactly. Astros have great unis. Rangers unis are fine. They're I'm like fine. fine with the Rangers unis. I love the Angels unis. Yeah. And uh, Seattle's unis are fucking dominant. And uh, great ballpark in Seattle. Everybody hates Angel Stadium. I'm fine with it. Like I just, I just don't like the vibe in there. I, don't I like actually the, like the way it looks. Yeah, it's just, it's the, just uh, everything's OC. Yeah, it's just like it's so nobody OC. gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. Bunch of Ruka hats, flat brims. Yeah. Hot chicks, whatever. Disneyland's right there. Fuck, you know, it's not great. I haven't been to the ballpark at Arlington. I think we're going to go on our Amarillo trip, mm-hmm. possibly, and haven't been to Houston, but we, I think we all I, I mean, I love playing at Houston in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we tr- switch over to the NL. The NL West, the hated Los Angeles Dodgers are now seven games up. Best team in the National League, right? 32 and 17. They're seven and three. Cody Ballinger's hitting 400. Yeah, they're seven and three in their last ten. They have a plus sixty nine run differential. They're nineteen and six at home, and uh, they're seven games up on both San Diego and Arizona, who are both one game over twenty uh, over five hundred at twenty five and twenty four. Um, the Colorado Rockies are twenty one and twenty five, nine and a half games back, and your San Francisco Giants are only a half game behind them. Uh, they still suck. They still suck. Uh, they are a minus 44 run differential, whereas Colorado's minus four. They're scoring more runs, so that's what, what, what they have going for them. 
Arizona and San Diego hanging tough. I mean, I, I got to think for both of these teams, and they're playing right now. San Diego's up four nothing as we watch this, as we watch the rainfall in San Diego. Is this a sun shower? Um, Dump out of baby. That uh, but they're wearing those stupid navy fucking. Yeah, I like I like ugh, what San Diego's ugh. building. You kind of got to be happy if you're San Diego or Arizona right now. Yeah, uh, San Diego's got Paddock. San Diego's got. Um, obviously Manny going forward, they've got Tatis Jr. Hosmer's gonna be there a while. For the D backs, everybody's favorite Hermosa Beach soccer mom, Zach Granke, yeah, is killing it. Twenty five hundred strikeouts. I believe he's like thirty something all time now. Wow. And uh he's like the seventh I think I saw he's like one of only seven active players or something like that. Is that crazy? Yeah. Crazy talk. Sure. Um yeah, Granky's killing it. I hate these. I like. I don't hate these Diamondbacks. Uniforms, but I don't love. But them. I don't love them. Yeah, I it's don't like, love them. They haven't. They, it's just they look like it's a little softballish for me. Yeah, totally. Um, I like it with the green too. Like, get the turquoise in there. There's if there's something that makes me think fucking desert, desert. It's turquoise. <laughs> it's Southwest art. Yeah. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs have been killing the game. They're six and four in their last. Led 10. by El Mago, they are twenty and eighteen, and now two games up on the Milwaukee Brewers, who are twenty eight and twenty two with an injured uh, um, Christian Yelich again. His back is giving him problems. Read John Sarno's a guy to back pain, fix your life. <laughs> twenty four and twenty one Pittsburgh Pirates hanging around three and a half back. My prediction: the St. Louis Cardinals, and I believe was that mine, yours as well. Mine too, yeah. Twenty four and twenty four playing five hundred baseball. They're five games back. They're two and eight in their last ten. They just gotta hang around. Yeah, they do. And Andy Ruther's Cincinnati Reds, twenty-two and twenty-six. Not so fucking bad for the Reds. No, seven games back. Um, do you like the Cubs to stay hot and win this division now? Like this is gonna be something I'll check in. We're gonna check um, in on you. I mean, yet. obviously, I'll stick with my prediction of the Cardinals. Yeah, but um, I really like the way the Cubs are playing right now, and. Having Javi as a full-time shortstop, I think Addison Russell is back after this whole domestic violence yeah, thing. Domestic I mean, issue. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who to believe. They both kind of look like terrible people to me. Yeah, it's just two terrible people fighting. So I don't know what to believe, but um, I think Javi should have been the shortstop the whole time. Addison Russell as a shortstop. He's just a little mechanical for it my It just liking. seems dumb not to have your best guy yeah. be there. Yeah. I mean, worked, I want worked my the, shortstop. Worked for the Yankees with like A-Rod, I guess. Island, but. gold chains, yeah. flair, swag, all of it. If you can be a big league shortstop, right. you can be a big league second baseman. 100%. So, Especially if you throw, you're kind of mechanical. Yeah. You know, and look like an animatronic Disney uh, welcoming Abraham Lincoln when you throw the ball. But I guess I guess the argument is like you want to get him, you want to let him play there consistently because Javi's so good and he you can move him around. Right. But like, but like, I, let's not punish Javi for being the best. Right. Ever. Agreed. You know. Agreed. And they've sorted that out and it's working. Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, Javi's probably your best third baseman too. And yeah. Your best second baseman. Yeah. It doesn't mean maybe you're your best there. center fielder. He's yeah. probably your best catcher. Yeah. You know. He probably throws 95 off the mound. Right. If you want him to. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't overthink it. Start yeah. start with like start you do. who's our best player. Let's yeah. play him at shortstop. Okay, exactly. who's our um then we go to the NL East. My NL East, the Philadelphia Phillies are twenty eight and twenty. They have uh in fairness though, they are they've played a ton of games at home and they are um ten and ten on the road and eighteen and ten at home. So that's their eight game over 500 difference. They're six and four. They only have a plus 30 run differential. Um, the Atlanta Braves are right behind them. Two and a half games back. I'm digging the Braves. I think I predicted the Braves for this division. I'm not sure. I don't think I picked, I took Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, I think we both were not on Philly. Um, I watched the Braves a little bit uh, playing in this last giant series. And um, their new kid is nice. Yeah. Uh, their new white kid, their new, and they got uh, Acuna in center field, and uh, I don't know where Johan Camargo is playing right now because they got Josh Donaldson. Yeah, but um, trade him to the Giants, dude. But they got yeah, they got they're they're super young and they're gonna be and, they're and, gonna be good. They just need to sort out some pitching. Yeah, but they're also two and a half games back. King, relax. They're also two and a half games back in a division that's being led by like. I mean, I don't want to say a team that's eight games over 500 and winning, you know, nearly 60% of their games is disappointing, but I don't think anybody's afraid of the Phillies. That's the thing. No, I just think everybody in that division is flawed and yeah. they could all be had. Yeah. You know? Um, my, my Mets are in third place at 22 and 25. They are five and five in their last ten, but before that they were they were on the serious struggle bus. They have a minus twenty run differential. They are eleven and eight at home and eleven and seventeen on the road. So sort of the opposite of the Phillies. They've played a ton of road games, yeah, and they're struggling on the road. But they're three games under five hundred at five and five five and a half games back. My prediction for the sneaky uh, the division champs just the you know. Addition by subtraction of Bryce Harper, the nineteen and twenty nine Washington, Washington Nationals. Nationals. I guess that's just me hating the Braves and the Phillies and <laughs> and hating Bryce Harper. But shit's personal. Um, they're not good. They're yeah. four and six in their last ten. They, and they've got everybody. They've lost three straight. Worst human. Yeah. Adam Eaton. Yeah. And maybe th- Adam Eaton should be our maybe new it's fuck her- out of yeah, Eaton. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Adam Eaton. <laughs> and then the worst team in all of baseball, the Miami Marlins, are 12 and a half games back, 14 and 31. They don't have a good stadium. They don't have a good uniforms. So I'm saying. Fuck them. Retract this fucking them. squad. Yeah. The only Portland re- Mavericks. The only reason I don't think they should be retracted is because then somehow they fucking get out of my. Like, unless they're going to play in Portland and still be in the NL East, mm-hmm. keep them. Yeah. <laughs> The only, although they swept the Mets last week, and that was a goddamn nightmare. So that's a quick look around the league. Let's go for a slide into the DMs, a slide into the mentions. We have lots of um, mentions today. We'll start with the mentions, and then we'll go with the uh, with the DMs after that. So the first one, I'm going to go from the top down, our boy Daniel Gumbaski. Most dude team name in baseball. Most dude team name. Um, I kind of think it's the Astros. Astros is dope. Yeah. Um, 
Padres is dope too. Padres is dope, but until they embrace that fucking yeah. swinging fat fryer. But but the but your but I'm your Spanish father. Like I'm, that's kind of like it's kind of dirty. What's yeah? <laughs> what's dude? What's more dude than I'm your father? Yeah yeah. Um, now yeah. I understand that it's they're priests, they're right. fathers in that sense. Um, but if you're not embracing your your true self, then I can't consider you a dude. Right. You know. You're tr- until you take those blue uniforms off, I don't know who you're trying to be. The the name Brooklyn Dodgers was awesome. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers have nothing to do with Los Angeles. They're not dodging, you know. They're not trolley Dodgers. They're not trolley Dodgers anymore. Right. So they're out. They're out. Um, I'm pretty sure pir- Pirates have not sailed the Allegheny River. Yeah. Like, I don't think... Old but Captain the pirate is a pretty dude name. Very dude name. Yeah, I that that's a good one. But it's got a match. But what about the Rockies? Rockies fun. Colorado Rockies. Yeah, right. I like it. I like athletics. How do you like athletics? It's kind of old school. I like. I I don't like Los Angeles Angels. Mm-hmm. It's Los Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. Um. No, dumb. Man, Seattle Mariners. And clearly a money grab. Yeah. Seattle Mariners is kind of fun. Kind of fun. And the Minnesota Twins. You know what? It's kind of, it's more cute than anything. Twin Cities. Yeah. I kind of like that. Um, the Orioles. Baltimore Orioles, fun. Yeah. The Red Sox and White Sox, you guys are out. Yankees, like what, what this is a Civil War fucking thing. Yeah. I actually prefer Mets Metropolitans to Yankees. Mets should by, by the way, should just do a Metropolitan season where they go. Maybe it's the Braves or the Indians. The most dude. Mm-hmm. Royals. Kansas City Royals. Strong. Strong. I like Astros. I like Athletics. Um, I like the Philadelphia Mariners. Phillies. You guys I hate it. should kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Washington. I mean, well, actually, maybe it's the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers is kind of dope. Yeah. I think that might be the most dude. That might be the most dude. That might Because everybody who was a Texas Ranger before at baseball were dudes. Yeah. You yeah. weren't a Texas. You weren't a not dude. Texas. Not, it's not yeah. like you were fucking. There's Cal- no virgins. You weren't California Highway Patrol. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. You were riding horses and like yeah. hunting fucking Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. No, you're. I think you're, that's it. Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. Most dude name. Uh, we already sort of answered Stephen Hobson's question about Carter Stewart in our Carter Stewart discussion, so we'll uh, we'll go to that. Um, you got a question, Andy? What do you want? Uh, in a Bumgarner trade, also, I think we should trade Belt. Do you agree? You said trade everybody except Pablo and Buster. Yes, and um, that's what I think. And he said, "Listen, Sandy or San Francisco Giants, listen to the people." <laughs> uh, Matt- one uh, Buster Posey has no trade value right now because he's not uh, performing up to his contract. Fucking Pablo has no trade value right now. Yeah, um, Belt does. Crawford does in the right situation. You just yeah. got, we just kind of kind of wait to you see. You guys got to be able to get something for Crawford. Yeah, exactly. What the situation is a little bit later. You know, if one of these um, contending teams, their their shortstop goes down, Brandon Crawford is a guy who makes the plays, not afraid of the big moment, like. A great veteran to have in your clubhouse. Yeah, when uh, you're going for it, you know, and belt too. So, um, and everybody else, yeah, trade them, trade them. I want some fuck them stud outfielders, 
and I want some stud big time pitching. That's it. For for basically a guy who will win you a World Series if you get there. Yeah. Yep. Um and Matt, some playoff games. Matt Housel at Housel, what are automatic dude card re- revocations on the field? What can you do on the field to get your dude card revoked? I think when A-Rod tried to slap the ball away, that strong dude card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, the, the, uh, that was one of the ones, like, they had to call, like, a special counsel. And like, yeah, yeah. He's got a ton of fucking home runs, and he's clearly <laughs> a dude, but, like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Slap fighting? Yeah. No, I mean, like, for A-Rod, everybody else, that's a, re- that's a revoke. For A Rod, it's like a suspension. I think the. I also think the Chase Utleying. I yeah. think that's a dude card. I think any kind of kicking, any sort of any sort of like, like Chan Park w- tried to go karate kick. Yeah. on somebody. Oh, I think if you if somebody's charging the mound, I think kicks. I think everything's legal. If like um, somebody's it, charging the mound, so you, you you just can't throw. Just no weapons. You can't throw your hat. You can't. All right. You can't yeah. If you charge the bat. mound, if you charge the mound and you flying sidekick the guy. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Good for you. And remember when the dude in but the if fucking minors like, kicked the catcher? What? Remember the dude in the minors just kicked the catcher? To like, Yeah, that was actually a really dude move. It was kind of a dude move. Yeah, yeah, because he threw at him and he yeah. fucking kicked the catcher. That was dope. No hair pulling in a, in a brawl, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, I, I also think Chase Otleying, if you're a dude, you are playing hard. But you, there, you, you go straight into the bag. You're you, like dudes aren't dirty. You're yeah. like, I don't need to play dirty. I'm a fucking dude. Yeah, like, do, like that kind of dirty shit. You know, is I think a dude. Uh, you, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Um. What else? Um. I mean, obviously, uh, tipping pitches. If you're at second base and you're tipping pitches, that's kind of a fucking it's like breaking unwritten rules. But yeah, like, it's kind of a dick, dick move. move. But yeah. like, at the I, I can also see it from the other side and being like, look, you guys are foolish. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, totally. You know, I don't need to suffer fools. Um, yeah, that's all I could think of. Really, that, I, I like a rod slap. Definitely at the top of that. A rod slap. That was just ridiculous. Um. Also, like A Rod fucking crossing the mound as he get, flies out, yeah, like walking all over the mound, and then acting like he didn't know that was the thing, yeah, yeah, no, not knowing not the rules, and then like and then claiming like, what? And then claiming, what are you blaming like, me for? Yeah, yeah you fucking suck, dude. Uh, this one is just a request from Johnny Boy Boy Four One Seven. I just saw a highlight of Zach Hample trying to fish a home run ball out in Arlington. Please remind everyone what a cheddar dick this guy is on the next show. Gladly. Uh, I don't know Zach Hample. He's the guy who has like a million baseballs from games. Oh, kill yourself! He's like he like br- he like brings a fishing net and he yeah. brings like a fucking oh, and he oh. he begs people for baseballs and he's always trying to catch home runs and he was whatever. But what if you find out he's got like Aspergers or something? Oh, he definitely has Aspergers or something, but <laughs> he's still a cheddar dick. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, because that's a psychosis. Going, um, to, going to baseball games with a fishing pole and a net. This is a slide into our DMs from or our mentions from me. Ben Zobris is on leave because he's getting divorced, which begs the question: <laughs> Ben Zobris, dude or not a dude? Not a dude, man. You can't. You no. You're not on leave, right? No. That's what makes baseball so hard. Dealing with your life. It, and it's so long. It's such a grind. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, you can't do that. Ben Zobras, Ben Zobras, that's a revocation to me. Uh, this one from I am Josh Deason, long one. During tonight's Padres at Dodgers game, uh, Maeda was not on the mound after the two minutes following inning. He ran out after another 30 seconds, then took up his warm-up pitches. It was probably closer to four and a half minutes between end of inning and first pitch. He did this three innings in a row. The Padres manager was complaining to the umps, but what are they supposed to do? Is this a scenario that baseball should look into for a rule, rule change, award the batting team a base runner, force the pitcher to be replaced, penalize the pitcher defensive team some other way? I kind of like putting a free runner on. It, it's not bad. I was going to say, like... It feels a little softball to me, but, like... It feels a little softball, but, like, my other option, my instinct goes, you get a warning, you yeah. do it again, you're out, you're yeah, gone. You're just tossed. You're just tossed. Yeah. Like, there's no reason that you should be able to do it repeatedly. Um, as, as certainly, like, a three strikes and you're out rule. Yeah. Um, But... It, look, I'm down to like get wild with this shit. So, I would the the reason I I like putting a runner on is because if you throw the guy out, right, mm. and then you got to warm up another pitcher, and it's taking longer, so it's kind of like compounds the problem, you know? Yeah. If the problem is this is it's taking too long to get the fucking game started, then if you chuck someone and they don't have anybody up you're still in the same spot right in worse spot yeah um and you don't want to just make them throw without warming up you, you know the players association never gonna fucking go for that right right so yeah i mean especially if you did it three three innings in a row yeah fucking put a runner on fuck that guy yeah yeah um and this is our last one from the mentions before we slide into the dms uh bo Balaha, uh tagged us in this Cardinals fans are fucking hilarious, he said. This from Cardinals fan at Kevin Hastings. Um, oh, is this, this, is is this the Yachty y- versus y- Mike Trout? Yachty, Mike Trout. He, <laughs> it, was, it was Yachty's rank among catchers. He was first in RBI hits and doubles. He was tied for first in doubles. That was, that was the tweet and from the Cardinals. And this guy replied, he's leading Mike Trout in all those categories too. But tell me how an outfield... An outfielder on a perennial losing team is twice as valuable as the catcher for a team that never has losing seasons. Yachty also has nine glo- gold gloves to Trout's zero. War is the dumbest stat of all time. Yachty has two rings, too. Not only is Kevin Hastings not a dude, he is a douche. And I would like to say simply this. Don't be a Kevin Hastings. <laughs> at Kevin Hastings. That's his name. Do not be an at Kevin Hastings. If you can be anything in life i always say be yourself and then there was the quote a couple of years ago unless you can be batman yeah then be batman <laughs> and in, in i will change that saying to be be any you know if you can be anything. anything in life be yourself unless you're kevin hastings and then don't under else. any circumstances <laughs> be a kevin hastings what a fucking total asshole <laughs> What a total, what a total and complete asshole! <laughs> I did, I almost didn't want to mention it on the show, but like it had to be mentioned <laughs> that you are the world's worst baseball fan. You're worse than a Derek, Derek Jeter slurper. Um, he compared. This is pretty cardinal fan like behavior. Yeah, can we agree on that? Yeah, bro. I mean, look, the reason Yachty is. 
first all-time in catchers because there's only been a few catchers who actually hit, yeah. and that's incredible. Yeah. But there ain't been no catcher hit like Mike Trout. No. No. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Don't be a Kevin Hastings. Yeah. Uh, this one from our boy Rebby Grill, Cardinals fan. Rebby Grill, how long is long enough in the season to start making big roster changes? Fuck Adam Hamari and fuck the Bruins. Hashtag <laughs> let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Congratulations, man. Um, I, I mean, I don't think that there's a time limit. Like, if you, you know, to, to me, like a month into the season, if somebody's not performing, and it's you know it. It's usually 100 at bats, right? Yeah. And you know it, then fuck them. Yeah. Right, like, right. Be ahead of it. Don't be behind it. I'm speaking of uh, guys who just got DFA'd. Cargo. Carlos Gonzalez. Done. Yeah. Wow. Available. Wow. Giants signed fucking Cargo. (laughs) I didn't know. What did he end up getting signed by the Rockies? No, by the Indians. By the Indians. Yeah. Wow. Let him go. This one from Jacob Bradley, J Bradley ninety seven. Will Dallas Keuchel be on a team this year? You'd think so, dude or not a dude? I think we decided he was a dude, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, I think we decided he was a dude. So I'm, the well, more the more he stays out, I kind of like this, this. Yeah, stand he's taking. Yeah, kind of a dude move. Yeah, to yeah. not to not play, and uh, I think he does. I think he gets picked up at some point, right? And this may be working out for him because like building up arm strength. Yeah, and, you know. Um. What is this? Oh, that's from last year. Um, this one from our boy at underscore Nathan underscore Gibson underscore my boy I met up in uh, in Seattle. As the Mariners become practically unwatchable, what do I do in the meantime? Fuck Scott Scott Service, that incompetent, sad excuse of a manager. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the deal with baseball, right? Is like, yeah, what you're supposed to do is just like watch anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or like, you know, uh, pick I mean, you're talking some- to a fucking guy who watches Knicks games. Yeah, I know. Regularly. I know. You're talking to a guy who watched, you know, had the fucking NBA package since fucking 1998 and just for Warrior games. Like, yeah, sometimes you just got to suffer, or if you know, find a player you really you really like and. Watch him play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. And also just watch other baseball games, I yeah. guess. You know? Find a team that that, that excites you. Start watching hockey because you're getting a team. Yeah. I don't got, know. Yeah, and you got to... Oh, shit. Who are we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought we were talking about the St. Louis guy. The Seattle guy. Seattle guy. Yeah, I mean, you guess you, at least you got Russell Wilson, huh? That's something. That's something. What right. about the Seattle Sound? How are they doing this That's, year? Yeah, Do the they Sounders? play during the summer? The sound is it the Sounders? Yeah, the Sounders. Yeah, yeah. Shit, enjoy, I don't know. Enjoy man. Russell Wilson. Fucking, watch a watch enjoy Russell Wilson's fucking <laughs> cuckery of an Instagram post about <laughs> raising a kid named Future. I mean, talking, I mean, like that's. I mean, dude or not yeah. a dude? Yeah, dude, not a dude. I mean, not a dude. He's at cuckery on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Full on cuckold. This one from Cooper Strasser at Strass is boss. What starting pitcher should the Cardinals trade for? Old man Ray- Wainwright is due for an Achilles blowout, and they need help anyways. Who on on these uh, on these teams that are? Uh, I'll, I'll give you Madison Baumgartner for Marcel Azuna and a pitcher. Come on, Harrison Bader and a pitcher. I mean, I don't think that. Yeah, 
I was gonna say I don't think they're giving up Ozuna, but I think they, you know, they got somebody. Got prospects, Jordan Hicks and a mix. fucking prospect. Let's go. Yeah, I, th- I actually like Bumgarner to the Cardinals. Yeah, Bumgarner also uh, told the Giants um, he had like ten teams he would not be traded to. They're yeah. all contenders. So, so I don't know what that move is. So he, the move is this. The move is that. Basically, he listed all the teams that thought might be trading for him mm-hmm. on his no-trade list Yes, so that the team has to go through him before they trade him. Essentially, yeah. his no-trade list was everywhere he could possibly trade it, so now he has basically right of first refusal. Yeah, he's, They're like, we're going to so trade got- to the Yankees. He's like, no, nah, I'd rather go to the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting... It's an interesting move. And basically, maybe- basically, he's saying, you have to call my agent yeah, before you trade me. Before you trade me. Yeah, and you know maybe the Giants could he could help the Giants get the best deal, and then re-sign with the Giants next season. Right. That's, you know that's I know that's your hope as a as a yeah that's my hope as a Giants fan. Giants fan. Yeah. This one's from our boy Gage at G Deskier, Daniel Vogelbach, Jorge Polanco, Yandy Diaz. Any of these guys, dudes? Man, we are fucking. We're going. We're deep. we're going deep on fucking dude claims. Okay. I'm gonna. Who are these guys? Yeah. What I'm, do we know about them? I mean, I I know all of them, but I don't know any of them enough to like make dude claims. Yeah. I will. We'll get back to this one. We're gonna have yeah. to. We're gonna have to do some more research because there's a lot. Like the young guy, like so much to determine. So much to determine. You know who they are on the field, who they are off the field. Yeah. You know their general swag and aura. You know, I got to yeah. I got to I got to check these guys out. So I will. Laz, that's our show. <laughs> All right. How do you feel about it? I feel great about it. I feel great about it, too. Yeah. Hour and 15 minutes. Smooth. Uh, right, right around what we do these days. Yeah. I know that because I uh, did a dirty sports with Tug Coker and I uh, put it into the the. Uh, the old garage band uh-huh. and I deleted all the slide stuff and then I put it, sent it out into the world hour and 15 minutes in forgot to delete that second center field. <laughs> Here came John Fogarty in the middle of a SeatGeek ad shout out to SeatGeek promo code dirty for $10 off your favorite tickets. Come to uh Dodgers Mets this next week. I'll be there. Um, we've got, by the way, uh, Mets at giants mid July Ooh. I believe it's like the 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th in that realm. Okay. Four Hopefully, games set up in, uh, up in the Bay. Hopefully, uh, I don't have the gays. Yeah. That could be gays playoff weekend. Well, well it'll, we be, shall see. it'll be a Thursday, Friday. So, you know, potentially hey, you never know. I can potentially come, come up, up come early. Down. Whatever. Um, Laz, where can everybody follow you? And uh, what, what would you like them to do? At Andy Lazarus on Insta, at Andy Lazarus on Twitter. Check out the Venice Gaze. We'll have a week. Of, uh, we're off for Memorial Day, which I believe is this weekend, right? And then we're back um, June 7th or whatever. And um, if you're down in Huntington Beach on June 8th, I'll be at the Don't Tell Comedy Show at the F45 training facility. <laughs> At 8 p.m. Nice. Doing it in a gym. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to work it out. Um, yeah, that's it. Nice. And uh, I forgot to mention this on um, episodes past, but it came up when we were in Arizona. Not the flooding. Don't worry about that. Um, 
You, what flooding you, are you speaking of? You have a you produced a movie and it's available on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pump, the wa- pump, pump uh, the witch movie, in the bro. window is available on Shutter. So if you're a big, you know, horror movie fan, um, it's a channel that shows nothing but horror movies, and there's a lot of good ones. And I uh, and was certainly involved. with all of these streaming services, there's always like a free week. A yeah, free you get a month. free week, you know, and then cancel it yeah. if you're not into it. But uh, check it out, the witch in the window. Do the same thing on Sundance now for a free week and watch Guy Fiorita's uh, Mole Man, which is my favorite new documentary, friend of the show, friend of the Dirty Sports uh, guest there. Follow me on Instagram, at Joe Prano. Instagram's how you make it in comedy these days. I still i am not going to put up content about anything but going to baseball games. But if you're listening to the Dirty Slides, you probably like that. That's, what I, that's the only thing I do. So if you want to see pictures of me at the ballpark and if you want to help me have uh, any more of a less of a struggling comedy career than I already do, uh, go on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Slides. Rate, review, and subscribe to this show on iTunes and all places that podcasts are for sale. Slide into our DMs with questions, comments, criticisms, and anything else that you have for our show. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Dirty Slides. And in the words and accent of Ozzy Guillen, fuck Adam Eaton. Fuck man.